We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hey guys Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed The podcast I'm just joking, we're not going to do an intro like that Yeah uh, <laughs> So uh, this week we're going to uh, do some do a bunch of no context corrections from last week Yes. I guess let's just jump right into them. Let's start with Anthony Rapp. Okay. Um, April. Hi, April. Hi, April. Pointed out to us about 15 minutes after my brain remembered that Anthony Rapp in Road Trip, he had a vendetta against Breckenmeyer because Breckenmeyer had hooked up with Amy Smart's character, who is not the girlfriend he was going to break up with, which at the time that we recorded that is what my brain was thinking. Right. Um, And that was Sean that corrected that. Sean sent us a message that said that that, that, that correction. Sean? Yeah. Not Hi, April? Sean. No. Hi, Sean. No, because, no, yeah, it was definitely Sean. Oh, I thought it was April, too. Because he started, because he also said that it was definitely the Musketeer, I guess, that was your first date. Yeah. In that same well, message. Well, not our first date, but. Or that you yeah. went and saw the Musketeer together. Okay. It was in those two, he started a group chat with us on Facebook right. just for those things. And, I, and he, it said name group, and I thought he had named it name group, and I thought he had made us a part of a larger group chat to generate a baby name for him. Oh, oh. Like, to have suggestions for a baby name? I mean, I'm down with that. <laughs> Which, I mean, we can turn that into right now, but... Uh, yeah. Um, we just stop the podcast. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, no. We don't stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, we do it live on air. Yeah. Um, but so, I was like, oh, Sean is doing... Oh, he's saying that. And I didn't understand. Like, I was like, oh, right, road trip, whatever. Right. And he was like, it was totally the Musketeer. And I was like, is that? I don't remember what he's correcting on that one. So uh, it was definitely Sean uh, for that oh, for that. Okay, question. sorry, Sean. I thought that was April. And um, no credit for you, April. April gets credit for other stuff, No, though. she definitely does. Because <laughs> um, she sent us pictures from the Hamiltone. Right. Uh, which is, the Hamiltone is what you thought it was. Right. Which is Hamilton... A history. I know that that's a hog, that's a that's a Harry Potter thing. Hogwarts but, a history. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm. You can make Harry Potter references. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> um, it is definitely the. Um, it's it's uh, the um, Hamilton the Revolution is the name the official name of the book, but it's called the Hamiltone. Um, because it is the official tome of Hamilton. Exactly, and and how I was all like, I don't think they've had time to do whatever they have. It's exactly what you said. It's behind the scene photos, yeah. annotations from Lin Manuel um, on the sides of all the complete libretto and stuff like that. Right. Um, Which it made reference to the very first musical reference that I have actually gotten with regard to Hamilton. It okay. talked about how the Schuyler Sisters, the song the Schuyler Sisters, is Hamilton's One Short Day in the Emerald City, which is a song from Wicked. Right. And it was the first Ham- like Hamilton reference where I was like, hey, I know that one. <laughs> I get that. I get that reference. Yeah, I get that reference. Because the thing is, like, for somebody who was a theater major for two years, yeah. I have an astonishingly poor knowledge of musical theater. I feel like there are... There I have are... a great knowledge of, like, regular comedy drama theater. That's what I was going to say. I feel like there's, like, there's, like, theater nerds, and then there are Broadway nerds, which they are... The Venn diagram overlaps. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't. But people who are basically tone deaf are... Not in the Broadway nerds half. <laughs> well, I'm like I, I've never just I've you know I'm interested. I've seen you know I saw Jesus Christ Superstar on Broadway. I like I it was it was good and I I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like Little Shop. I like uh, Hamilton. Yeah. I like uh, Book of Mormon. But I'm not like ooh I know you know I'm not singing along to every performance at the Tonys. Right. Like 
I'm mostly I don't even like watch the Tonys because I don't yeah know most of it. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of non musical theater yeah. going on, it's it's all newer stuff right. for the most part. I'm mostly like, oh, they made a musical of that book nope. or story okay. or or movie or whatever. Yeah, like that they made a musical of of waitress. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm interested in is uh, it, it's supposedly very good. It's supposed to be fantastic, and I really love that movie. Yeah, I've seen like parts a of it a lot. Yeah, we've established only that seen as parts of it. I've only seen parts of it. Kristen has watched that. Uh, it's so number, good. Yeah. I mean, Nathan Fillion. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He's a doctor in that. He's an obstetrician. Doctor Hammer. He's like if Hugh Grant played Richard Castle. Oh, he's like bumbling. Uh huh. But in an adorably Nathan Fillion way. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. It's, it's a it's a very good movie. Okay, I, I really liked it. I will have to check it out. It's also got Jeremy Sisko in it as her ex husband. That's Elton. Or yes. Okay. So I mostly know him from. It wasn't called Suburbia, but it was something. Oh, like, uh, su- uh, Suburgatory. Suburgatory. Yes. Right, right. So I mostly know him. Like I had seen him in Waitress before Suburgatory happened. Right. And then I watched Suburgatory, and I was like. I really like this guy. Like, what else has he done? And I looked him up, and I'm like, oh, all the things. He's right. done all the things. Right. Including, like, he is an absolute douche canoe and waitress. Right. And on Suburgatory, he's, like, the nice dad. Oh, I should watch Suburgatory, too. You would like Suburgatory. Actually, Mark has also said uh, you, that I you should would, watch You would yeah. really like Suburgatory. Um, he pl- also played Elton in Clueless. Uh, yep. And Jesus Christ. In uh, not a, a very a very big production, like made, sort of made for TV production of Jesus Christ, Son of God. Oh, here he is! Yay! Is I think that the was official, the title. That's the yeah. official mm-hmm. title. Yeah. Okay, I'll look that one up on IMDb <laughs> later. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I always think of because I, I always thought it was funny because he I only knew him at the time. It must have been like ninety eight or so. Okay. Because um, it was like Elton, and then now he's Jesus. I mean, <laughs> sure. He was all. He was also in Six Feet Under. Um, okay, he also I never a saw jerk. Six Feet Under. It was a good character study, sort of morbid. Yeah. Um, it was sort of divisive. I wonder if I wonder how you'd like it. I tried to watch. I get that. One, that's the one where they that like takes place in a funeral home. Right. Pushing Daisies is the one where he can bring people back to life, but if he touches them again, they die again. Right. Okay. I saw one or two episodes of that at my brother's suggestion, and I was like. This is weird, and not in a way that I'm on board with. Kristen and I watched all of Pushing Daisies. Okay. It's like if Tim Burton made a TV show. I think that's... My brother really liked it. Yeah. And my brother and I don't typically... Right. We, we don't often line up on our uh, media consumption. Right. I can see... And, like, so basically, if you're, if you're on board with sort of Tim Burton-esque, like, weird characters and weird pastels and whatever... And then plopping two relatively normal people into that, mm-hmm. which is also a very Tim Burton thing to yeah. do. It's pretty enjoyable. The girl's cute. The guy's cute. Whatever. But like... Chenoweth. Y- yeah, exactly. And yeah, Chenoweth in a very sort of... I didn't... She sort of became... Like, I knew she was big before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But that was her blossoming. It's sort of how Melissa McCarthy, I didn't know until she was on Samantha Who. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this girl's great. And everyone's like, Yeah. She's and then and now well we've we've been down that road right um so Chris and Chenoweth was sort of like that yeah. on that show I was like oh this this little pixie's really good and then she was like on Glee and then it was like oh no she's everywhere yeah she, I first knew her as as Glinda in Wicked right um and then she was on Glee and I was like oh it's Glinda yeah and everybody's like oh no Glinda she she's not Glinda yeah nice thanks everybody's like no she's she's not just like 
it's Kristen Chenoweth. Like, yeah, Late... that's, that's like looking at Idina Menzel and going, "Oh, it's Elsa." Right, right. Whatever. I don't which care. Pe- which she's... people definitely do. Yeah, she's Glinda. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to show you the, the most recent issue of the Fables spinoff series. So the I think I've mentioned on I've mentioned Fables on well, here before. Yeah, and 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 Mark suggested in the three point five episode that you read Ferris. Ferris. Okay, so yeah. I'm on episode. I, I just finished um, issue three. Okay. And the girl on the cover looks so much like Idina Menzel. Oh, okay. Like they it, it, nowhere else in the entire issue does she look like Idina Menzel except oh, for that one picture. So the cover artist was like, "I'm uh-huh. doing Idina Menzel," and they're like, "No, that's not what this." They're like, "I already drew it." <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm too busy drawing Idina Menzel. <laughs> yeah. And that crazy. artist, Idina Menzel. Really? Yeah. She's oh. An amazing self-portraitist. Did not pay attention to that on the cover. Does not take art Just... direction. Too too busy getting into the. It's so weird because on the, the cover, it. it's her, and she, in the background, it says, "It's me, drawn by me, comma Idina Menzel." Period exclamation point. Oh, okay. She's only she also doesn't understand that you don't do period and exclamation point right next to each other. Well, you know, it's it's a Broadway thing. She's Canadian. Is she really? No. Oh. I don't. I have no idea. That that, that Alanis <laughs> And Morissette also, Canadians thing. don't think that. I mean, maybe some do, but all Canadians I don't think, do. I don't think that exclamation point and. Uh, the period next to each other is necessarily... I don't think that's a Canadian thing. It's, it's definitely a Canadian thing. They call um, it an Ottawa comma. Tell me that does not look like Idina Menzel. I can definitely like see it. Like a young Idina Menzel. Yeah, I can definitely see yeah. it. Yeah. A little bit of Penelope Cruz in there, too. It's the nose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see this, it. This girl and Idina Menzel are both prettier than I think Penelope Cruz is. I don't... Fair. I, don't I, mean, I think it's, it's also Cruz. the eye makeup that they've drawn on her is very <laughs> yeah. Penelope Cruz. I was about yeah. to say the eye makeup that that character has on, but... <laughs> She's a drawing. She's just a drawing. She's just a drawing. So I was confusing the Hamill tome with um, what is called Ham for Pamphlet. Um, okay. Which is, because it's, it's a play on Ham for Ham, which is this mm-hmm. lottery thing they did. So basically, they had 45 illustrators, one illustrator per track on the soundtrack, draw like a representative picture. Okay. And so I, I have pulled it up here, and you can, if you just want to, like, whatever scroll through it, it and it's it's pretty cool because like, they're like different styles and like different they've taken different that looks things just like lin-manuel yeah it's like the cartoony it's like a super cartoony it, it, but it, looks, it is like this guy doesn't look anything like him yeah that looks like if you told someone what lin-manuel looked like and, and then, then said draw like a romance right. novel cover art right starring him right right um some of them i like a lot better than others the second one i love aaron burser i love it yeah <laughs> right? The King George one is fantastic. The um for uh, you'll be back. Like that that is evil Kristoff. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That is evil Kristoff. Like super It looks evil. like he's looking down on those Iceman photos. Like yeah. he, like he's he's the one controlling he was. the fire. Um but anyways, oh 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 wait, wait, wait. But we got to um check out this one. <laughs> oh. That hold on. Who's the artist? Karen Resnick. Uh, did, did Cabinet Battle number two and did the the Griffin McElroy line. I, I was looking to see if it was a name I recognized as somebody who had done like Adventure Zone fan art or something. Right. Um, but I don't recognize her name. She may have done Adventure Zone fan art, but right. So so if you, um, I'll, I'll you know I'll put all this up on the wiki eventually. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you know, like two years from now, it probably is up on the wiki, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
Or you can do it too. Uh, yes. Unabashedlyobsessed.wikia.com. I updated the Walking Dead one. You did, and you did a very good job. Thank you. I'm not linking to all of those people's uh, separate IMDb. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> all right, so um, I confused Hamilton with Hamil uh, with Ham for Pamphlet. Ham for Pamphlet. I did not. But now, but <laughs> I'd seen Hamilton all the, all over the place because um, there is a on like on my Goodreads. There's a dedicated. Lin Man- get get audible because Lin Manuel Miranda yeah. reads the Hamilton the Revolution. I don't know what he what, what does he read. And there's stories. Maybe there's maybe there's some there's some there articles be, or something. Yeah. Surely he doesn't just go through and read the libretto and all the annotations, right? I mean, I'd probably still listen to it. Probably that's true. Good point. It'd be funny if it was like him just sort of live streaming him reading through. <laughs> oh yeah, here I wrote this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I don't so, have Audible. Yeah, I'm, I did. I mean, I've, I, I like thirty day trial. Get a free book. It seems good to me. I don't know if I me. can since I've had it before, though. I don't yeah. know if I can get a free trial since I've already been an Audible customer. I've not been an Audible customer though. You should Maybe check I should, it out. I should check it well, out. Well, with all that extra free time you have for consuming extra <laughs> right. auditory media, right? I mean, I don't have it anymore because I don't. Well, I got all of the Outlander books right for the price of an Audible membership, which is like I mean, those things are like. Fifty to seventy-five dollars each. Yeah, geez. Um, because they're huge. Yeah, and so I got them for like the twenty bucks or yeah. whatever. So that was nice. easily worth it. I don't have a commute anymore. Yeah, there you go. My commute is walking downstairs. Yep. Yeah, there you go. I'm I'm at work now. Yeah. Even when I'm upstairs, I'm at work. <laughs> when you're a stay-at-home mom, you're always at work. Oh, so something that I I touched on it. I don't think I touched on it quite as much as I had wanted to. But I was talking to April. Hi, April. Hi, for April. Real for this real time. this time. I was chatting with her, and I said a lot of the issues for me, because we were talking about how a lot of people came to me, and they were like, you did an episode on Hamilton? You didn't even like Hamilton. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not that I don't like Hamilton. Yeah. It's that the first time I heard it, I didn't get it. Sure. And then I listened to it all the way through. And what I said to April is that a lot of the issues for it for me with it, especially before I had listened to it all the way through, but even now to an extent, is that I don't particularly like history. Right. I don't have any knowledge of that time period ahead of time. Right. I don't get any of the musical references. Right. So the history thing's not a hook for me. The fun musical Easter eggs are lost on me. Right. So, like, I recognize that there is genius in there. Yeah. But it's completely over my head. And I think that's part of why... Some of the other shows like Rent and Wicked and All resonate more with me. Right. Well, there is a there is an an opportunity for Hamilton to be too clever. I think. I think sure. it, there, there's there's an opportunity for it to be like too inside baseball, which is an inside baseball sort of word for sort of clicky and sort yeah. of hipstery. Yeah. I've used that word before and had or that phrase before and had people be like, "What the hell does that mean?" Those are people who don't understand context. That's true. And I have to explain context to them. Um, but so there's an opportunity for them for it to be too much of, you know, oh, did you get that? Did you get that? Did you get that? I think it avoids that. I think so. But I think that on first listen, it feels like that's all there is. Well, and I think that's part of why it surprises me. Like, it especially surprised me before I had listened to it. But even still to a point that so many people are so into it. Exactly Because it's same. people that I wouldn't... Ex- I'm like... When have you ever been particularly interested in history or rap right. and hip-hop and stuff? Right. Like, I don't... Like, it just surprises me that people get so into it without having the background that 
it would be an immediate hook for. Right. Because I don't have that background, and so it wasn't a hook for me, and it still isn't. Like, I can appreciate it for being like, you know, oh, this is a fun musical. Right. But beyond that... The, it being sort of a phenomenon and like... Yeah. A, like, I can, yeah. I mean, like, I think I like it a little more because of those... I, I have those criteria. Yeah. Cu- you know, like, I'm, I'm interested in that and sort of minor players and... In, in, Revolutionary War stuff yeah. is sort of interesting to me. I like I like the hip hop hip hop as a genre. I like the hip hop references that are in the play, and then I like every the the stuff that everyone else must be right getting too. So I I, I can get, I can understand that and whatever, but I can totally see I, I I'm I'm ast- I think I mentioned this on on the last episode. I'm astounded that that the that uh, the vast number of people that that are super super into it, and I'm astounded at people that like take their kids and stuff. Yeah. It's sort of weird to me to read stories about like, oh, my, my kid made a reference and my kid got the how to, um, bastard orphan son of a whore and a Scotsman. My kid thinks it's this. Isn't that funny? I'm like, I mean, I'm all for I just play music for my kids. I don't worry about... You put sexy back on your daughter's mix. At her request. Yeah. <laughs> I did, however, find the, uh, the censored version because I'm, I'm, I'm against censorship, but I don't need her falling asleep to... Um, those motherfuckers don't know how to act or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Like, let's we we can ease it's into her. It's not the censored version. It's the non-explicit version. Right. Well, it's it's literally censored. Well, it's it's. They, oh, is it? Do they keep it, it out? Just, yeah. They just oh. they sort of yeah. Well, um, but yeah. So that is censored. It's, it's fine. I mean, like, we don't need to immediately go in, go hardcore into right. profanity on my daughter's stuff. On your um, daughter's fall asleep mix. Right. <laughs> um, although we've decided that we need to have a dance mix and a sleep mix. And that was yeah. also my daughter's, at my daughter's request. Because she's yeah. like, some of this stuff I can't fall asleep to. I just yeah. want to get up and dance. So Yeah. Well, April's boys are really into it. And, like... And they're, they're younger, I think. I don't know if she wants me saying her kids' names on air. But her youngest is a little older than Lila and Lorelai. Yeah. Um... And her oldest is eight. Eight is what I have in my head. Yeah. Okay. Eight-ish. We'll eight. say eight-ish. Yeah. Um, in, in and they're the both eight really to into nine. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, in that kids can be into whatever they right. want is fine, but like, it feels like it's a thing to have. I don't. Her kids are also like. It seems like it, Hamilton seems like a weird thing for that age group to be into. Right. Like, I don't really get what the draw is, but her boys are really into like. The presidents and right. American history and stuff, anyway. Right. So for them, so I there's get the draw. It. Yeah. It just seems like a strange thing for all of society, like yeah. this kind of general bubble of all the people. Yeah. And it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it's great if it's you know pulling more people into the arts and getting their interest there, right. and if it's getting more people interested in. U.S. history, right? Not me, but <laughs> right. other people. And I mean, the big hurdle that they have to face now is: Are people still going to go now that much of the original cast is gone? That's I think what, they will. They, they, I think they will too. But I think that, like, I've been. Um, I think April added me to a group on Facebook. April. <laughs> some. What's the rules? You ask before you add someone to a group on Facebook. It's you ask. It's fine, but I, you have to ask. Someone, no, it's fine. Whatever. I'm suddenly in a in a don't add me group called let's <laughs> let's obsessively talk about Hamilton or something, and I don't know who who added me. I think it was April, and if so, I mean I'm fine. And I've I've been I've been liking reading posts, and uh-huh. someone wanted them to name their cat after a Hamilton thing. So there was all these threads, and I was and I contributed to that. Anyways, I've been having just as much fun with that as I have with the still buffering right. group, and participated about as much. 
But, oh, th- what I've seen is a bunch of threads on, like, my friend got tickets and then found out that much of the cast was gone. Because, like, uh, the, like, I think all of the, like, the major characters mm-hmm. are gone. And, like, the person had to convince their friend the musical holds up for itself without... Yeah. And it, it's really important that it not die with the original cast. Right. Um, and I don't think it will. I think it holds up. But I yeah. think there's we're in a weird sort of zone of, like, moving over into it being just an established yes. musical. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So... And, I, and like, Lin-Manuel's still alive, so, like, the Rent thing won't happen where right. it's, like, we need to do it completely the same. Oh, I didn't talk... Let me just briefly put, pose this question... What do you think about it being performed in high schools? Hamilton? Yeah. Or Rent? Uh, I guess I was, I was asking about Hamilton. Because I'm asking specifically about... I'm thinking about me in high Rent, school. Rent has... Rent is not appropriate Rent is not appropriate. high schools. I would agree with it that. It could be... Like, there's like the Into the Woods Junior that is basically only Act One. Right. Um, Rent could have... I mean, there's... I mean, it's all about sex and drugs, but... <laughs> I have a cold... I want some soda. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I think if they took out some of the more overt sexual references, right. the drug stuff is, I mean, it's a lot of like, hey, doing drugs is really bad and it gives you AIDS, right. so don't do them. Um, <laughs> the There's a lot of, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't think a high school could perform contact. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right. Without somebody getting fired. Didn't people keep pestering Greeley to do Rent and she kept being like, no. Yeah. We can't. No. Yeah. Like, for so many reasons. Yeah. Like, yeah. money. I mean, even if we were in the most value, liberal. Her job. Yeah. We weren't, we, you know, we're in Virginia. We aren't in the most liberal, put on whatever play you want sort of high school environment. Yeah. Like if we if even if we were like a liberal arts like our drama our drama club is our football team sort of you can't do rent in high school. I mean yeah. it's it, it's and it's good that you can't. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I think as much as it resonated for me as a high schooler, I think there's a lot of stuff that teenagers could not do justice to. Right. As far as Hamilton goes. Yeah. That's hard for me cuz there's I mean, some of the same stuff there's, like there's a lot of, you know, bastard son of a whore. Right. Well, there's... Um, but that's also kind of, like, not... you Like, that's not a euphemism. He was... Uh, well, at least... I, I, in the context, it doesn't sound like it's being used as a euphemism. Right. I don't... I think, like... He, I don't think he was literally the son of a whore and a Scotsman. I think it's, like... Okay, so maybe I, it is a euphemism. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I, I I would need to look into that. Someone someone who's listening is like, it's this, it's April. that. It's probably April. <laughs> it's probably April. Um, but I mean, like, Her- Hercules Mulligan, when you knock me down, I get the fuck back up again, is not something that's going to happen. Yeah, but they could change that. I get the heck back up again. Right. I mean... I get the gosh back up again. Well, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> have we talked about... Did we talk about that I on think, air? I think we did. Did we not? That oh, may not have not. been on air. Should we, should we talk in our, about it? In our high school production of... Little Shop of Horrors. There's a line where one of the trio, yeah, the, the it's like, like the, the, shoe, the shoebop girls. Okay, is that what they were called? Like uh, the doo-wop girls. Doo-wop girls, probably. That makes more sense than shoebop. <laughs> um, but one of them goes, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and the, the and actress the, didn't want to say "god," so she said "gosh," but, and it ruined the rhyme. Right, because the and the rhyme is, um, you know, who wants their teeth done by the Marquis de Sade? 
which doesn't work if you've just said, oh my gosh. And also, you saying, oh my gosh, and the rhyme is Marquis de Sade, no one is fooled into thinking that the line is, oh yeah. my god. So. Yeah. They could have given it, I mean, even though it was technically her character's line, they could have swapped it out with one of the other two girls, and it would have been, nobody would have known. It was certainly not a necessity that she say that particular yeah. line. So. Um, but I would like Greeley to come on the show and dire- defend her directorial choice there. I would. I would, be, I would be into that, too. You just want to go down to her winery. Uh-huh. All right. So what I'm thinking about Hamilton, though, is I guess my bigger question is, in future productions of Hamilton, does the race of the cast matter? One of... No. Okay. I would say no. I think okay. one of the things that I love about Hamilton that I think a lot of people love is that the race of the character... Like, it does not matter the race of the actor. Okay. Like, even within, like... Family sets like the Schuyler sisters. The actresses are not all the same race, right? To my knowledge, uh, no. I think I don't think it really matters. It, like one of the things that I think makes like when you're you know when you teach high school you cast the you have to cast the best people. Right. Like you you can't you don't have the pool of actors that right. Broadway directors do. Right. So if Broadway like if if they had wanted Hamilton to be historically accurate in terms of race, they could have. But um, I don't think it's important that Angelica always be black because the original actress was. I don't think it's important that Jefferson always be black because the original actor was. I think I agree with you. There's a there's two different two different levels of importance here. I think there's um it's I think it's important and poignant that the original Broadway cast of Hamilton was entirely well almost entirely non-white. Yeah. I think that's I think that's poignant. I think that's important. I think it says something about important things here. Right. I think that it's I think it's it's interesting that that you know Washington and all these slave owners were played by 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 black men, mm-hmm. and that they didn't you know give Jefferson a red wig like they do any other time Jefferson appears on on stage. Yeah. I but I think I agree with you that that can be that. And a high school production can be about something else, which would be more of the production and less of sort of the statement yeah. of it. I'm interested to see what future casts look like. Right. Javier, I can't remember his last name, the actor who took over for Lynn, yeah. is also Hispanic. Right. And I wonder if that is going to continue to be a thing. Like, is the actor who plays Lafayette and Jefferson always going to end up being black just because it originally was? Or are they literally just going to cast... Whoever the best person for the role is. Right. Because the, you know, like, King George being... The only white King guy. King George and Samuel Seabury, the, the farmer refuted guy. No, um, I don't the, there's a guy that, that starts... Like, basically, the only two white guys in the, in the whole play are the... King George and... Oppressors. Okay. Are, are the loyal, loyal to the British colony. Okay. Or to the British Empire. Right. And so that is, that is something. There is something yes. there about, like... Hip hop is a rebellious musical form right. done by you know African American and Hispanic you know all the yeah. all this stuff and then and they've made King George's songs sort of based on Beatles harmonies and yeah. melodies and stuff um, maybe that's why I like them so I, much because they sound like the Beatles I think I think that's I think that's not far off or you know Beatles or Beach Boys or you know yeah. all of the sort of sixties rock and roll stuff yeah um, British Invasion I'm sure right. there's some sort of corollary yeah. there because he's playing chestnut checkers right. Right, chestnut checkers, not chestnut che- checkers. Not, now, chestnut checkers sounds like the name of an album, but yeah. So there's something there, but I think that you're right. I think, but like, it makes me think about like, you know, could some could a, a high school do like the color purple? 
because the color purple is all African American. Yeah. And playing African American, and there's something I don't think that you could do about. I don't. I think it would be. I don't think you could do it in a high school where the cast is going to be even a plurality of white cast members playing black cast members, unless unless you could make it because the color purple is about like post uh, emancipation, right? Like life for right. for Southern black people, right? As far as I recall, it's been a while since I read the book, but I think. It- you know? It wouldn't be ideal. Yeah. But I think depending on the actors. Yeah. I, and like you, you But it's were... so hard to find somebody who's that good. True. And you also run into do you don't want to do a blackface sort of situation. Oh yeah, no. They would have no. I mean like I think and I think that the color purple is probably largely probably done at high schools where it's it's mostly an African American mm-hmm. population of of kids. Yeah. And and I think that you know that is sort of natural, yeah. and I think that I think that's going to happen. Yeah. So I think that perhaps it's a non-issue, and I think there are enough plays where the race is not as important right. a factor. Right. Like for instance, waitress. I don't know much about it, but it feels like you could have a black anybody waitress or anybody. yeah, wh- yeah. whatever. But so, yeah. Um. So that, that that's just some been something because I've been thinking about like, oh, I'd love to play. I'd love to do that part. I'd love to do that part. I'd love to do that part. And I'm like. Is the only people that I could be cast as the Samuel Seabury and King George? And I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, let's move on with no, no context. Yeah, geez. Well, I was going to say, we're we have at, a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff. Do we want to talk about my friend Sarah's dream that she had? Yes. So, my friend Sarah Forbes, she's one of the uh, admins on the CIPYD group. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Um, she messaged me. Uh, Siri. Hi. Hi, Siri. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. I love she passage me. Siri, are you drunk? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Siri's drunk. She's totally um, drunk. Okay, so she met Sarah messaged me um, that she had a dream. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read this. Okay. So I was in the grocery store with some girlfriend. I have no clue who. I forgot about this, but I'm excited to. Yes. To... And I was looking for carrots that fit my food plan. But then I was in, I think, the oil section and was looking at spray cans of oil or that baking spray stuff, and my girlfriend picked up one of the cans, and it was signed by you and someone else in this glittery purple pen ink, and I was confused, and my girlfriend was like, this is limited edition, signed by the Aaron King and -and so-and-so. So-and-so here, hello. (laughs) But it wasn't in my food plan, but I had to have the signed spray can. So said girlfriend so-and-so was telling me why you were famous. No relation. Right. And it was because you were some kind of world-famous podcaster, and I was so confused because I'd never heard of it, but then I was like, well, she's my friend, how did I not know about this? Then you showed up like it was all normal and shit, and just started chatting away with me. Well, I think it's clear what Sarah's dream means. She can see the future. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and we're going to have to change this name, the name of this podcast to Unabashedly Obsessed with Aaron and So-and-so. That's me. (laughs) That's you. Hey, everyone. It's so-and-so here. (laughs) I mean, you know. Yeah, I go by so or sass. Let's get sassy up in here. Can we change it back to James? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> please, please do. Um, Sarah, that is an awesome dream. I'm so yeah. That, that James, kind of, nice to meet you. Yeah, that he's shaking hands with the microphone. That was awkward. Um, <laughs> not as awkward for me as it was for the microphone. <laughs> oh my, blue snowball. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 
So that that kind of made my day. This was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I had meant to bring this up last week. Yeah. And I forgot. Um, I have two quick... uh, uh, One thing, uh, I didn't actually finish telling you that um, Aaron Burr's um, wife and daughter both died like crazy young. So like... I started talking about how his life sucked, and then we got off on a tangent, like we do. Yep. Um, But basically, Aaron Burr's story is that everyone in his life died. And then in in Wait For It, I think he says something about, like, everyone I know has died. Like, my my mom, my parents, like, everyone. And, like, that continued. That's so so sad. Yeah. Not a great great life for Aaron Burr. Although, to to follow that, April told us that um, the actual Aaron Burr was... Not as um, yes, less complex. Sympathetic, yeah. As as uh, Aaron Burr, sir. Yeah, he was he was sort of like, no, I'm gonna shoot that dude. Yeah. So when I say that I feel really bad for Aaron Burr, yeah, perpetually being a villain, yeah, I would like to amend that statement too. I feel really bad for Aaron Burr in the musical Hamilton, right? Perpetually being a villain, right? I mean, and like I said um, last week, there, there are some correlations between. I'm sure that Lin Manuel was thinking of Judas and Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure because there's it's the same complexities. Yeah. All right, and then uh, the final thing is um, we were having some. We were like, why did Angelica give? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so basically, what happens? I put uh, both helpless and satisfied on my daughter's Spotify playlist that I made okay. for her. So we were listening to it several times this weekend, and what happens is Angelica. Hold on, I read. I wrote this down. Angelica sees Hamilton. And then starts talking to him, and then she looks over and sees Eliza see Hamilton and fall in love with him. Oh, okay. So it's not like she's like, oh, he's poor, I'm going to toss him off to Eliza. Got it. It was like, oh, crap, Eliza loves him too, I'm the only whatever, which she wasn't. Right, in the context of the play, it was on her to make a good match. Right. And so she stayed unmarried? No, she married. No, in, in at, the play. At, in the play, at the end, in the last song of Act One, she's like, "I'm off to England. I married a dude who." Oh, that's right. That's he right. doesn't interest me really, but he has good money, and that's right. I guess he's. And that's fine. why she was in England, right? Um, but the actual Angelica was Angelica actually already had, married. Was already married and yeah. also had older brothers. Right. She. Well, I don't know if they were older, but they were certainly. Because as you recall, brothers who could also have made advantageous matches, right? Pri- advantageous pri- matches, and all, and and continued the family name, yeah, all, all, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, and I think that was it. So, so it wasn't that she just like was like, oh, he's poor. I see right through Got him. It. Here, it was like, oh crap, she loves him too, and she doesn't. She has less to lose, and at least I can keep right. him in my life. So, yeah, yeah. So I think that's all my no contest corrections. Hey, yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Want me to analyze a dream for you? I sure do. Kay. I just have to find it. Okay, so I had this dream the other night. Melissa McCarthy and I were on a reality TV show along the lines of X Factor as a synchronized swinging duo. Not swinging like swingers, but swinging like playground swings. swings. Right, right. Yeah, but like big giant ones, kind of along, like the scope of like aerial silks. Okay, yeah. swings. So like, we're talking like Cirque du Soleil (laughs) styles, like, like big ass swings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like um, big like, swings, but not like the circ- not like the hoops that you use right. as a swing, but like actual like swings. in Newsies, the Swedish, the Swedish. Yes, um, like meta swings on in Newsies. Yeah. yeah. The judges Maybe, yeah. were Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Dan O'Reilly from high school. Nice. Um. Hey Dan. And Magnus Burnsides. Really. Travis McElroy's character from the Adventure Zone. Magnus does that. He does do that. Um, I mean, he just rushed on in and... He'll, like, be a judge. He's like, okay. Yeah. Um, it was... I do that. He looked 
like one of the cartoons that I have seen people draw in fan art. Yeah. Everybody else was real people, but he was... That is so like weird. Like a cartoon. And then... Okay, so, so just to recap, you and Melissa McCarthy are in a synchronized swinging like duo on, on, reality it, competition X Factor style show and the judges are Rebel Wilson um, Dan O'Reilly from high school and Travis McElroy's character from the Adventure Zone Magnus who started Bernstein. out as like a cartoon right and then later turned into um, another one of my friend's sons who is roughly the age of Lorelai okay yeah so he started out as a cartoon but Rebel commented on how Melissa's outfit was unflattering. Okay. And they got into a screaming match about fat shaming. Okay. And so Magnus and I decided to go paint his living room instead, and that is when he turned into my friend's son. Oh, man. Just when you don't want him to turn into a little kid. Yeah. (laughs) Let's paint. Little kid. Oh, no. Crap. Worse. But at least the little kid could actually pick up the tangible paintbrush. I I don't know if a cartoon could have. Kids are... So much more three-dimensional than drawings. It's true. That's like the best thing about kids. So analyze my dream, James. (laughs) All right, let's see. Melissa McCarthy was friends with Lorelai on Gilmore Girls, right? Yep. Okay. Um, Let's see. Rebel Wilson was in Pitch Perfect. Yep. Dan O'Reilly. Where she did an Ariel Silks thing. She did. In Pitch Perfect 2. Right. Which might be where the swings came from. Um, You were in Future with Dan O'Reilly? Spectrum? Spectrum. I mean, like, I've had, I've been in lots of classes. Okay. Dan and I were in lots of classes together, but I probably haven't thought about him since high school. Sorry, um, Dan. Oh, hi, Dan. <laughs> he has a very cute kid. Does recently. he? Yeah, I, I friended him on Facebook recently. Oh, okay. Or like in the past year. And then I always um, liked him well enough. He was yeah. a nice guy. I just yeah. haven't thought about him in yeah fifteen years. Yeah. And then and then Magnus Burnside's a character from a podcast who turned into how do you know the friend? One of the random. Twitter, internet, okay. ladies who I've never met in person. Interesting, interesting. Probably hmm. I had seen a post of hers on Facebook recently-ish. And then you you didn't get criticized at all by Rebel Wilson. Correct. Because she was too busy fighting with Melissa McCarthy about fat shaming. Interesting. Because Rebel, wonder... Rebel said, I don't think your outfit is flattering. And Melissa said, are you calling me fat? And Rebel said, no. And Melissa said, I think you are. And Rebel said, why would I call you fat? Like, it was like this whole, I mean, this is not word for word, but basically it was like, you called me fat, but I'm also fat. We're both fat. Why are we calling each other fat? Fat shaming! Ah! And Magnus (laughs) and I were like, I'm going to paint the living room. That's so weird. I I don't, I think you need to paint the living room. I do need to paint the kitchen. I mean, I think, I think you should probably paint, I think you have to paint the living room or else your subconscious is going to. Are you sure Murder it's not you the kitchen? In your sleep? Are you sure it's not the kitchen? Because be that actually needs to be painted, and I have the paint with which to paint. All right. Well, I do not have paint with which to paint you the should, living room, and also I can't get up there. You should let your friend's son come over and paint your living room. Oh God! I think that's the only answer. They live in Vermont, and they're I, moving to California soon. Sounds like you need to invest in a plane ticket before it's uh, doubled in price. Maybe they can swing by Virginia on their way to California and paint my living room. Do you want to mention that friend's name here or no? Hi, Emily. Emily, hi. You're coming to Virginia Yay! on Erin's dime <laughs> to ruin her living room. <laughs> to ruin my living room. <laughs> the new Ruin Erin's Living Room contest from Unabashedly Obsessed. Yeah. Winner, Emily, Emily. And, one, and, and a plus one kid. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> Your husband and daughter are apparently not welcome. Not welcome whatsoever. Stay in Vermont, and I'm talking even when the two of you move to California. Oh. Unabashed success. for her we, husband's job. We, I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. He's staying in Vermont. Okay. And unabashedly obsessed, win contests, we split up families. Those are the two slogans. Yep. That is a really weird it's dream. It's a really weird dream. I think it's large, I think that's largely a, your brain organizing pop culture influences thing. It's gotta be. Yeah. Uh, the, the pop culture of our high school acquaintance. Yeah. I wonder, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. That's so weird. weird. That is a really, really weird dream. Yep. And it doesn't involve, like, me at all, so I think that Sarah wins the dream off that we were secretly having. Okay, that's fine. Um, but... Well, Sarah's dream involved me, us, both of us, well, at least me being world famous and you being so-and-so. I am, I'm, whereas, I'm world famous for not having a name. Whereas my dream uh, just involved painting a living room with a five-year-old, I have so... A, I have one question about the, the synchronized swimming swinging competition. Uh-huh. Were you on... One swing? Nope. Okay, so two swings. Two swings. They're both large. The stage was like stairs. Like, you know, in um, in Greece, the song Beauty School, Beauty School Dropout. Beauty School Dropout. Sure, sure. Stairs? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so picture that, but also swings above the stairs. Okay. And so we would periodically... I can picture that quite easily, So I we find. would periodically like stop on one of the stairs while the other one would go, and then we would switch. That's very interesting. It was yeah. so weird. That is so weird. That was heaven. In in uh in beauty school dropout. Yep. So I wonder if you... I have not seen Greece in so long. I don't think it was a Greece reference at all. Have you seen, which have you seen more recently, Greece or Dan O'Reilly? I mean, I might have that might be a coin toss. Ooh, how I long just... has it been since you've done a coin toss? More recently than <laughs> more recently than both of those things. <laughs> I probably I probably saw Greece in college. Okay. I'm wondering if maybe I saw Dan comment on somebody's something on Facebook and it didn't register. He's probably friends with Garrett. Hi, Garrett. Yeah. Hi, Garrett. Um, so, probably. Yeah. That is a really weird dream that defies... Well, besides the obvious outcomes of those two win a trip to your house on your dime. Right. You should paint your kitchen and don't kill Melissa McCarthy. Right. Those two I wasn't things. planning to. I think... I mean, you may not have known that you were planning to. I would never plan to kill Melissa McCarthy. You'd just do it on accident. <laughs> I might accidentally do it. I plan to I do it on accident. I would not plan to kill you, Melissa. <laughs> big fan. She's a big, big fan. Big fan. You want to come on the show? I promise I won't kill you on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> now, did, I'm sorry. Did you just say you, you promised you wouldn't kill her with a porpoise? Or uh, No. Not on purpose with a not porpoise? Not on purpose. Okay. I will not kill her on purpose. But it will be with a porpoise. I make no promises. All right. Accidental porpoise stabbing coming soon. All right. All right. I think that's going to do it. If we're going to call this a short episode, then we're going to cut this off before it reaches an hour. Yeah. Um, This is a short episode. Cool. High five. And so actually, uh, I I will give a preview for a future episode. We have, we recorded a remote thing that we may or may not use that I'm very excited to see if it has any usable stuff in it. Me too. But we will talk about that next week. Yep. Oh, Oh, hey, wait. Wait, wait. Housekeeping. All right. Let's take care of housekeeping. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show at UFO Podcast, where you decide what the F stands for. Uh-huh. You can follow us individually at Unabashedly Aaron or Unabashed James. I pointed myself for both of them, even though yeah. one of those is not me. I, You'll have to figure out which one. You can follow us. You can find us on Facebook. Um, yes. We have a page, Unabashedly Obsessed. We also have a group unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed yeah 
Which you should join. Yes, you should. We've apparently recently lost someone. Whoever it is that left, you're dead to us. Yep. You probably didn't hear that, because why would you leave the group and still listen to the show? You know what I mean? Unless you did it on accident. Oh, maybe. Or maybe there are some, like, bot people. But no, we have to approve. We, we have to approve, and there were only, like... there. I don't think that there were enough people in the group for one to have slipped by us. Yeah. So um, whoever you are, you're dead to us, and yep. we hate you. But please rejoin. And be not dead to us anymore. Yep. Banish Ed. Um, unbanish it. Unbanish it. That's like a, that's like an anagram of unabashed. Kinda. Okay, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at unabashedly obsessed. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll see some Periscope stuff. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, I think I posted the Facebook Live stuff I've tried yeah. on unabashedly obsessed. We are on iTunes. iTunes. Google Play, which Google I Play. I recently I, today I uh, someone I was like, so do you? Have, they're like, how do I listen to your show? And I was like. Well, do you have iTunes? They're like, no. And they're like, no, I have an Android. And I was like, ha ha, we're on Google Play. And also Stitcher. And also Stitcher. We are? Oh, right, yeah. Stitcher. Yeah, you did, You were the one who told me that. Right. We are on Stitcher. And then um, we're working on SoundCloud. I'm getting us up on SoundCloud. Our first episode is up. I mean, it's easy. I couldn't easy. find it. It's just it. a matter. Hmm. But that was using was, the app. So maybe. Oh, well, and it was processing oh, okay. at one point. So it. Maybe it's not up by yet. By the time this goes up tomorrow morning maybe it'll yeah be. I'll, I'll recheck okay but i won't update so you check too yeah if you would if you would mind if you wouldn't mind if you would mind or wouldn't mind please do this thing anyway <laughs> however you listen to us find a way to rate review and subscribe to us yep um they should all have ways to do that yes and if you want to leave us less than a five star rating do us a favor and just like you know Tweet us or Facebook us or... Or email us. Shoot us an email, um, unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And just let us know, you know, what do you think we can improve? And right. we will take that under advisement. Yeah, I mean, we we want to make a product that you enjoy. And so we are willing While to... While also maintaining our integrity as artists. I mean, like, <laughs> talk less. We don't have smile integrity more as artists. We'll is do... probably not... Yeah, yeah, talk less, smile more makes for bad radio. You hear us smiling? See? That doesn't work. But, yeah, we our integrity is probably number one. And then lots and lots of money. No, probably number one is money. Attention is number one, probably. I'm, I'm happy with you just smiling at me. This is just encouraging <laughs> My me. My face hurts so bad. Um, I didn't know if you were even paying attention or if you were pointedly not looking at me. A <laughs> little bit of A, a little bit of B. But we would like to... We would like if, like... You know, we're saying something offensive or saying something that would make you not want to give us an arbitrary gold star. Well, an arbitrary five gold stars. But, I mean, come on. Tell this is a good tell reads. Tell us how we can earn your extra gold stars. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess finally... Finally. Um, thank you to Jamie for the theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? It was some super special inflection. <laughs> Which he wrote for us and produced for us and registered with uh, the government for and us. The, the musical government. The musical government. And stuff. Yep. And hopefully we'll be hearing some more stuff from him soon. He has said that he's going to... If he makes... He said he's going to make a special song. And if he makes a said special song, then I will be constructing a special episode themed around... His request. So I want him to write a special song for me to construct an episode around. You should. You should. Jamie, write me a song. Done. He's totally going to do it now. I know he is. 
Um, and you know, only the two of us could take Hey, Follow Us on Twitter and make it last five and a half minutes. We did it. Yay. Yay. All right, but seriously, do all those things. Yep. Please, bye. Bye. Bye.